Wednesday morning on day 32 in the counting of the Omer. And I don't know what um, I don't know what he thought years ago, Rabbi Eli Gwertz. I could ask him. We could find out from him what he thought years ago. Uh, but I wonder if he foresaw that Partners in Torah, an organization that we have been great fans of for a long time, that Partners in Torah, 25 years later, would be having its 25th anniversary banquet celebrating 72,000 partners, <laughs> which is unbelievable. It's happening Monday night, uh, May the 14th at Lincoln Square Synagogue in New York. Uh, the 25th anniversary banquet for Partners in Torah dedicated to the loving memory of Pearl Matlin. And uh, they'll start the reception at 545. They'll serve dinner at the 645. There's a very distinguished banquet committee that will pay tribute to Rabbi Greg Wall with the Rabbinic Leadership Award, uh, to Alyssa Goldman with the Young Leadership Award, to Dr. Linda Greenberg and Chava Willig-Levy as Partners of the Year, to Chaya Shron of Brooklyn and Leah Shapiro of Santiago, Chile, as international partners of the year. And finally, the guests of honor, Rebetzin Chani and Rabbi Eli Gwertz. And it is a great pleasure to welcome Rabbi Gwertz to our airwaves here at JM in the AM. Rabbi Gwertz, Mazal Tov to you, and welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. It's good to be back on the air. So if I would have asked you 25 years ago, if you foresaw all these amazing statistics and all these Incredible accomplishments. What would you have said? I would have said you're you're all wet, and uh, it's never going to happen. Uh, I saw, started the program as a small program in the, in the basement of a shul in Passaic, New Jersey. We had three sets of chavrusas the first night. We actually started two weeks before Pesach in 1993. <laughs> and um, I don't know. It, Somehow Hashem had other plans. What do you think, I mean, as you look back, was there a specific, I don't know, episode or short period of time that really, you know, was significant in getting you to the next level, the next stage? Is there a specific point that you remember that was really significant in Partners in Torah history? Well, first of all, there were two things. Uh, initially, when we started the program, it was just uh, face-to-face in shuls and JCCs and day schools. And um, so there were quite a few programs at the time, uh, but uh, we got a call from somebody in Ketchikan, Alaska, uh, by the name of Ron Adler. And Ron Adler uh, asked if he could be part of Partners in Torah. And uh, I said, where on earth did you hear about it? And he <laughs> said, I have, a, I have a brother in Elizabeth, New Jersey. And uh, he's a participant, and he thought it would be a good idea for me. I said, okay, so how many people who are schooled in, in Jewish texts are there in, in Ketchikan, Alaska? And he said, uh, none. Uh, so we came up with this idea of just, you know, matching. I met, he was a social worker. I contacted a fellow by the name of Yosef Woodruff from uh, from Flatbush, who was a psychologist. I thought it would be a good idea to, uh, to put them together, and it gave... Uh, Yosef Woodruff, at the end of the month, would give me his phone bill. Uh, he would circle the AT&T phone bill or whatever it was at the time. And, uh, you know, anything, bills from Ketchikan, Alaska. So we recompensated him. And uh, little by little, you know, I got a call from Gum Springs, Virginia. I don't remember how that one started. And Walla Walla, Washington, and that one. And little by little, we said, 
uh, maybe we have a program over here. Maybe maybe there's something to think about. Uh, and we started pushing this idea of people learning over the phone. Uh, but the, the turning point, I think, for me was the real turning point was in 1999 uh, when I heard about the birthright program in Israel. And I had no plan. All I knew was that they, they were renting booths at the fair, at the birthright fair uh, in Binyane Huma, And I think it was $200. And I got on a plane, rented a booth. We had we, we had the, the most basic signage, and 180 birthright students signed up wow. for Partners Door. I was there personally myself, and we had a couple of staff already at the time in Israel. And we we just sat there. We sold our wares, and one after one, they were saying, "I'm interested. I'm in." And everyone would ask me, "What's the catch?" And I said, "Nothing. You can learn anything you want." With your anything in Judaism, with your own private teacher for up to an hour a week over the phone, free. And again, they would say, "I, I, I don't believe it." <laughs> and and that energy of being on the ground and seeing the, the these kids who are coming to Israel, who, who are very very enthusiastic about Judaism, not knowing that much about it necessarily, but curious to find out more, and just giving them the opportunity to. Speak to a fellow Jew, someone who has who has uh, some Jewish learning, day school background, has has life experience in practicing Judaism, and putting the two together, there's a certain magic that happened that really spurred me to do more and more and more. Pretty amazing. Rabbi Ellie Gortz is with us live via telephone. He and his wife are guests of honor, and there are many other distinguished honorees. On the night of May the 14th at Lincoln Square Synagogue, when Partners in Torah celebrates its 25th anniversary banquet they claim at partners in torah that they have reached people and have included people in their program from over 2300 cities in 39 countries around the world with all of that how did chaya shron of brooklyn and leah shapiro of santiago chile become international partners of the year with all those countries and people it sounds like you probably had a lot of candidates for that award we had a lot of candidates uh but the two of them are learning together for over 10 years, um, it, you know, it's possible it's even longer than that. Uh, they, what had, Leah Shapiro started out as Leah Korkin, who was a Russian immigrant who moved, who had the good fortune of moving to the Psaic area, uh, where she relocated from the Soviet Union. And, um, and that ended up she, in Chile? Well, there, was a, there, was a, there were a couple of steps in between, mm. but she came to the Partners in Torah program, which started in, in Passaic. Right. She was she was there already in 1994. Uh, I found a picture of her last night with her first Chavrusa Rona Gold, mm. and um, she has been learning ever since, and and um, got married, uh, and and raised children. Was originally living in Riverdale, then moved with her to her husband's family, uh, where they live in, in Chile. And uh, the Chaya Shron and her have been learning all this time, and they have become unbelievably great friends. And to me, it's just an indication of the impact one can have. I mean, there's a really, really long story, which I can't take the time for now. I mean, maybe I could, but I'm, I'm not going to assume that I can, <laughs> with how, how Chaya Shron got involved and the ripple effect of various people who who played a role, and each one has it. Like there's a, there's many branches of story, all led to Chaya Shron, and now Chaya has been learning all these years with with uh, with Leah, 
in, in, in now in Chile. And Chayeshron sends her uh, packages for Yom Tov, sends her all the Pesach food because she can get practically nothing in Chile. Says, sends matzahs. I mean, she goes to pomegranate and, and, and buys the store out, ships it over to, to, to Chile every year. I mean, it's just an extraordinary friendship. It's not about a teacher and a student. It's about two people who, are, who have become phenomenally good friends, and they learn from each other, not just, not just uh, it's not a teacher-student relationship. It's, what, it's, it's partners in Torah. They're learning from each other. And that's one of just so many hundreds, if not thousands, of stories. That By the have. way, and we should mention when it comes to international partners, and and the truth is, it, it, we could say this about partners as well, just those that are in the, both in the United States, that plenty of them have never met each other face to face. Right? I mean, you could cite hundreds and hundreds that have never met each other face to face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. there, there, there are quite a few that have never met, uh, and the interesting thing is. People always say, you know, the, the the telephone program is not as good as the face-to-face program, and and initially I would have agreed with them because there, there, there is there, there, you, there is there's nothing like seeing a person face to face, but um, the 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 telephone program and the anonymity of the program is is extraordinary, and to the extent that I would think that that most people who have Skype or Google Hangouts or FaceTime. They would be moving, gravitating from the phone learning to doing something like that, and and only a tiny percentage of the people do that. They enjoy that anonymity. They can be relaxed. They can be wherever they want to be. They be dressed as any way they want to be dressed. Not putting on makeup. Not not combing their hair. Not doing anything. They just they're just being in the most natural, pristine way, friendly with with with, with the person. And when they do finally meet up. It is absolutely extraordinary. We have people coming in. We have somebody, obviously, uh, Leia's coming in from Chile, but we have we have a student that's coming in from Utah, <laughs> uh, who's who for, for the dinner to miss to, to to meet his partner for the first time. There there are several people. One person traveling from Chicago is coming in. Uh, I think the person from actually the the mentor, the study partner of the one from Utah lives in Chicago, and he's flying in to to meet his partner for the first time. And there's several people like that. And when they finally get together, uh, you know, for me to be there in person and see see that is unbelievable. But unfortunately, I don't always get to see that. Uh, Greg Wall, do you know Rabbi, Rabbi Greg Wall? Know him very, very well. You know I, him very well. I hear that he's your rabbinic leadership awardee. He sure is. And um, he was uh, getting started with uh, his own exploration of Judaism uh, in the mid-1990s, a uh, professional jazz musician. And uh, he contacted Partners in Torah because he wanted a study partner. And he has been learning ever since September 1997 uh, with the same partner. And he has not only gone on to to uh, become a mentor and teaching others uh, through Partners in Torah, but he became a rabbi. He got smicha. He got smicha from Rizam Nehemiah Goldberg. Uh, that's not... That's not uh, yeah, something, it's, it's a serious smicha. It's a serious smicha. <laughs> that's for sure. It's a serious smicha. And he became a rabbi of a, a small shul in, in, um, in Manhattan, and then now is a rabbi in Westport, Connecticut. And I was there in the community... It's a thriving community because of Rabbi Greg Wall. Again, that ripple effect that no one can imagine the impact 
of that little phone call, that one-to-one relationship, the ripple effect, the generations, the communities that it can affect is, is undescribable. And it's unknown. You can't, you, you can't know. You can't predict what's going to happen. But all we need to do is bring the two people together. The rest is magic. The rest is up to Hashem. It's really amazing. It's really amazing. Uh, information about the 25th anniversary banquet for Partners in Torah. Use one of our favorite phone numbers, 1-800-STUDY-42. It's 1-800-STUDY and then the number 4 and the number 2. Also, utilize that phone number if you'd like to be a student or a mentor. And as Rabbi Gwertz has reminded us a million times, if you think you're not qualified to be a mentor, you are probably wrong <laughs> because because we're not talking about uh, uh, everybody needing to be uh, advanced academically, Jewishly, in order to be a mentor. Rabbi Gortz, there are partnerships that have been formed by, quote-unquote, you know, regular people um, helping to teach and to uh, help someone become familiar with the Jewish tradition. And uh, anybody at any level could do it. So we should emphasize that. No, when are you signing up? Yeah, you've been asking me that for years. 1-800-STUDY-42, 1-800-STUDY, the number four, the number two. You can also go to partnersintorah.org slash banquet, partnersintorah.org slash banquet. Um, uh, uh, mazel tov to the other awardees, Alyssa Goldman Young Leadership Award. And Dr. Linda Greenberg and Chava Willig-Levy, and mo- most people or many people in this audience know how incredible Chava Willig-Levy is. They are partners of the year. Again, my question, Rabbi Gwertz, uh, you probably have thousands of partners of the year candidates. How did we? Uh, uh, how did we arrive at Dr. Linda and Chava Willig-Levy to be the uh, to be the awardees this year? You know, I'm glad you asked me that question because I was afraid she wouldn't. Uh, we wouldn't hear about it. Uh, yeah, we actually ha- sent out a an email before Pesach uh, that's with the subject line that said, "Nominate your partner." Hmm. And uh, we said, write a couple of paragraphs of why you think your partner deserves to be the partner of the year. And uh, we got in well over 100 like, amazing essays. And uh, I would have chosen every one of them. I mean, most of them. Right. And, uh, but then I read th- this essay by Linda Greenberg, Dr. Linda Greenberg, about uh, Chava Willig-Levy. And I literally was so moved by what she wrote about her partner and the relationship that she has and, and the impact that Chava Willig-Levy has had on her life. I, I, you know, so I, was, I, was, I was blown away, but I, I handed the, the decision to several other people. Steve Savitsky is one of them. I don't know if you, I'm sure you know sure. Steve Savitsky, yeah, but I don't know if that you, you know he's involved with Partners in Torah. Well, I saw and, his dinner chair from that mistake. Oh, ah, okay. So you really, you really been reading. You did oh, your yeah. homework. Oh yeah. And um, yeah, so uh, I we sent it to Steve. We sent it to a few other people, and that was that was the one that they picked. They didn't just pick it from the hat, but it, it was a hard decision. And um, yeah, unbelievable. And like yeah. I say, you could have chosen so many. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of really cool stories when it comes to these partnerships, and we've heard a lot of them over the years. So. I- I hear about only only some of them, and, and this uh, this partners of the year partner of the year nomination uh, the experience 
has really just given me so much chizik, but just reading all these stories and the impact and the people, tra- like someone, someone, a partner was sick and they traveled over, you know, to a different country to, 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 to be with them. There's people who, 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 uh, who, who send food, who send gifts every single year. Like one of these things, you know, my partner, there's a woman in, in Columbia, North Carolina, uh, Miriam Faust. They are the only Jewish family, <laughs> husband, wife, and children, all Jewish. Every, they're the only ones in Columbia, North Carolina. And she has a partner in Torah whose name is also Miriam, Miriam Goldberg from Brooklyn, who sends them packages every Yontif. And, and, and who brought, who, who brought their chavrusas in to come in for their children's weddings. I mean, stories like this, one after the other, are, are just mind-blowing. I, and, and I was saying to myself, you know, I had no idea that this could ever happen, and a lot of them I didn't even know they were happening. All right. A lot of good people yeah. out there. A lot of good people out there, and you've gotten to know a lot of them, thousands of them over the years. Really incredible. Yeah. Uh, everyone's encouraged to be there May 14th for the 25th anniversary banquet of Partners in Torah, Lincoln Square Synagogue, 1-800-STUDY-42, 1-800-STUDY-42, or partnersintorah.org. Everyone is invited to participate and really make it a success. Rabbi Gortz, I, I am hoping it will be a major success because you deserve to keep going with your organization to do even more and more. It seems every single day this organization grows, and uh, we encourage you to just keep on going. It's amazing how many people are involved around the world and partners in Torah. Well, thank you for your help and uh, being such a good friend of the organization all these years. And uh, I, I hope people will, will come and participate. Oh, and, one, of our, uh, one of our listeners has just posted on the NSN app, Partners in Torah is great. My partner and I are at it for over 14 years. Wow. That, wow. Might, that might be a pitch for Partners of the Year, <laughs> <laughs> frankly. Too late. We chose already. <laughs> Maybe next dinner, huh? <laughs> okay. Write it here, jerking essay, and we'll, we'll pick you next year. There you go. That's all you got to do. Uh, put it in words, and Rabbi Gortz will evaluate and uh, hopefully choose you. Uh, nonetheless, you're all partners of the year, those who are doing this incredible holy work, and you will all be recognized and represented well on the night of May 14th. Uh, contact Partners in Torah and be part of it, everybody. Even if you uh, only support them and are not able to make it to the dinner, do so. Partnersintorah.org partnersintorah.org, 1-800-STUDY-42, 1-800-STUDY-42, and use that phone number if you want to be a mentor or if you want to become more familiar with Jewish tradition and our heritage. Uh, either side, uh, use that phone number to set it up today. Rabbi Gortz will make sure it's set up ASAP, 1-800-STUDY-42. Rabbi Gortz, Mazal Tov to you and your wife, and we look forward to a big night on May the 14th. Thank you so much. More coming up. It's Wednesday, our final day of our Sphere of Format here at JM in the AM. <laughs>